day and welcome to the FIFA World Cup show for today, Friday, the 29th of April 2022. Wherever you are tuning in to this episode from, whether you are in the USA, on the African continent, North America, South America, Asia, Europe. Australia, New Zealand, and Oceania. Welcome to the most exciting, informative, and educative sports show on the calling platform, on Apple Podcasts, and on Spotify. With yours truly, Philip Alimo. And I've got love for sports. On today's episode, we continue with the FIFA World Cup underdogs series we've already looked at four series and today we'll be looking back at how new zealand may have missed out on the monumental last 16 place at the 2010 fifa world cup but they left south africa with their heads held very high Today's show is dedicated to my special audience and fans in New Zealand. Wherever you are listening to today's show in New Zealand, sit back, relax and enjoy. The New Zealand national football team has participated in 13 FIFA World Cup qualification campaigns between 1970 and 2018 qualifying for two FIFA World Cups, the 1982 FIFA World Cup in Spain and the 2010 World Cup in South Africa. Group F of the 2010 World Cup began on the 14th of June 2010 and ended on the 24th of June 2010. The group consisted of 2006 FIFA World Cup winners Italy, Paraguay, New Zealand and Slovakia. Italy and Paraguay previously met in the first round of the 1950 FIFA World Cup with Italy winning 2-0. Neither qualified for the next round. Italy were eliminated from the group with just two points behind underdogs New Zealand who all drew three of the games to finish on three points. New Zealand ended up being the only undefeated team at the finals. Thanks in part to eventual champions Spain losing to Switzerland in their Group H game. Italy placed last, making it the first time since 1974 that the Italians did not advance beyond the first round. In a shocking revelation that might shake the very foundations of all you know, about New Zealand, rugby is not the only sport they play. In fact, one might even say New Zealand were the best performing country in the 2010 FIFA World Cup in South Africa, being the only undefeated team in the tournament. Sure, they didn't actually win a game either, but they succeeded in conveniently burying that line in the 12 years since their most golden 
footballing run in recent memory. 2010 was a great year for the little old New Zealand. It was the year Taika Waititi's homegrown smash hit boy was released. Richie led All Blacks spent June running riot over Ireland, Wales and Wales again. And the Lord of the Rings trilogy had just been released in box set form that year. But all these paled in comparison to what was about to take place. For this was the month the All Whites, yes, the New Zealand football team are known as the All Whites, whilst the New Zealand men's rugby team are known as the All Blacks. The All Whites finally earned their place at only the second World Cup they had qualified for since 1970. It was just over a year after they had taken on the fifth place team from the Asian qualifiers Bahrain to end their fairy tale spots in the FIFA World Cup tournament. Interestingly, it just so happens that Oceania is the only confederation that does not have an automatic place in the finals. FIFA only recently rectified that in 2017. New Zealand arrived on South African soil with the weight of a nation on its shoulders, for they were obviously no stranger to completely over-amplifying any event on the world stage they were invited to take part in. Most people didn't actually think New Zealand will advance beyond the pool stage. People were just of the thought that New Zealand were just great at bandwagon jumping when they performed marginally well in something other than rugby. New Zealand's first game against Slovakia ended with a convincing 1-1 draw during which 21-year-old debutant Winston Reid sent the entire New Zealand into raptures when he headed into the net in the dying seconds of that game. It was about that moment that Kiwis everywhere rubbed their blurry eyes and a new thought dawned on them and the entire nation of New Zealand. Could we actually advance? Things reached peak fever when New Zealand walked away from their next game against 2006 FIFA World Cup champions Italy with another 1-1 draw. The final match was against Paraguay. It ended goalless. Shaw shocked New Zealand took stock of what they had just occurred. They had come away from the group stage completely unbeaten. Yes, without winning a game. It didn't matter that they didn't advance from the group stage. New Zealand went down in history as the only unbeaten team, a point they haven't let the world forget since. Besides, New Zealand consoled themselves with the fact that the first round also took out 2006 World Cup champions Italy, the 2006 FIFA World Cup runners-up France, and the host nation South Africa. The latter, the first time to happen 
in the history of the FIFA World Cup. I should probably also mention they were the only undefeated team in the tournament, that is New Zealand. Could this be our next rugby? The nation of New Zealand collectively wondered. New Zealand may have missed out on a monumental round of 16 plays at the 2010 FIFA World Cup, but they left South Africa with their heads held high unbeaten. The all-whites had arrived an unassuming side. They left with the respect of the watching football world. This is their underdog story described by a fan who loves and loved the all-whites. Of all the teams that competed at the 2010 FIFA World Cup, there was only one who would finish the tournament unbeaten. It wouldn't be eventual winner Spain, but rather underdogs New Zealand. When the All Whites qualified for their first World Cup in 28 years, expectations were low. There were the dreams, which was to somehow concoct a way to wriggle our way out of the group. And any uh, post-group game, uh, the result wouldn't matter. If we could get a point, um, that would be our first time getting a point. And so, when they went behind in their first match against Slovakia, it looked as though the writing was on the wall. But right in the closing seconds of the game, Winston Reid would make New Zealand football history. New Zealand incredibly have drawn the game with Slovakia. Surely now, incredible scenes here in Rustenburg. What a moment for the All Whites, for the Kiwis. We thought that it couldn't get any better than that. That was a job was done. It's be proud and go home and say we got a point at the World Cup. The euphoria wasn't expected to last long. Their next test was colossal, reigning world champions Italy. A defeat seemed certain. But six minutes in, the unthinkable happened. Six years of age curls it in. Oh, and a touch in! New Zealand remarkably! And it's Shane Smeltz! Undiluted joy and disbelief. Here we were ahead of Italy. New Zealand's lead lasted 22 minutes until Italy won a penalty. The plucky underdogs held out for a draw against the mighty Azzurri and even had the chance to snatch victory in the final minute. It was very, very close at the end. If it had gone in and Italy had gone home and we'd gone on out of the group stage. Everyone in the world of football would know about that game then. Going into their third group game against Paraguay, dreams of reaching the knockouts were now a realistic prospect for the All-Whites. Could they do the seemingly impossible? By then, uh, we'd sort of exceeded all expectations, and we didn't know how to feel after the Italy game because you know, there was so many what-ifs and could-have-beens. 
In the end, it was a cagey encounter. Chances were few and far between. Though Mark Paston was called upon a few times to keep the South Americans out. The game ended goalless. The Oceana side may have missed out on a monumental round of 16 place, but they left South Africa with their heads held high, unbeaten. There was no way they were coming off that pitch with anything left in the tank. And I think that showed there was massive grit and determination, especially at the back. You know, the, the team was built on the back line and their desire not to go home having lost a game, uh, I think that was really evident. Three draws, two memorable goals. The All-Whites had arrived an unassuming side. They left with the respect of the watching football world. As always, it's been a pleasure coming your way with today's episode of the FIFA World Cup Underdog Series. We are building up to that big kickoff later in the year at Qatar 2022. I hope your weekend and the rest of the days and the year will be better. I'll leave you with the official soundtrack for the FIFA World Cup, which is higher, higher, better together. Until our next episode, let's seek to be better human beings. As always, it's bye for now.